0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. So, by now, I hope that a good portion of you have seen the Brazilian Grand Prix. I didn't just get back, but I did get back from watching the Brazilian Grand Prix, and and I just lost uh, my point on a tweet I was looking at. And I'm only going to talk about the race. As cool as it was, the only thing I want to talk about is what happened between Max and Acon. So, what happened? Well, unfortunately for Max is... Esteban was actually trying to unlap himself because I guess Max had lapped him earlier. That's reasonable enough. But at Turn 1 of Interlagos... I need to look up the the track layout. I didn't mean to click map on Google. Yeah, so Curva 1. He was trying to overtake by Curva 1. So he was trying to initiate an overtake into Curva 1, Turn 1. And then by Estucena, he was kind of right beside. And then by Curva de Sol... He was a bit behind. Then by Curva Du Soul, Esteban hit Max. Or Max turned into Esteban. because here's the thing. It's a hot it's a very controversial topic between quite a handful of people. and I feel it's actually very it, I, I'd say between a handful of people, it's quite easy to blame Esteban that it was his fault for the accident, and frankly, I wouldn't quite blame you that it was his fault for the accident, but like I was saying, it's kind of easy to blame him, you know, he's, he's in the, he's in the midfield car, he's a midfield driver, he's not as popular as Max, you know, it's not, it's not in his favor, nothing's in his favor for him to have a say, have a reasonable say in the matter by, you know, by fans, you know, except for people who hate Max fans, but anyway, that, all that aside, I, I I've I've watched that highlight reel over and over, and I ultimately believe that Max is at fault. This is going to make a lot... Of, I think this is going to make a handful of people mad. Those who are, you know, your sort of diehard Max fans. But hear me out. Hamilton said it... I think Hamilton said it best because he, he was talking to Max afterwards in the cool-down room. The gist of what he said was he didn't have to fight so hard. He was unlapping, you know, Esteban was unlapping himself. Max had more to lose. He should have given him room. But even... St- Oh wait, he didn't say he didn't have to fight him. He said he should have given him more room because he had more to lose. Now other people have said that, you know, why fight him anyway? All Esteban was doing is unlapping himself. Would tucking back behind Esteban really have done? How much how much damage would that have actually done? And so let's let's examine one side of the argument. Let's examine the side of people who think oh, Esteban is the victim. So perhaps someone would say that, okay, Esteban was right to try and unlap himself. A handful of people have gone to the outside and then the inside to turn one and have made it work and Max was too hasty to turn in into Esteban Oka, into Esteban Max should have been more careful he should have taken a wider line giving himself more of a, a margin for error at the very least a safety margin for Esteban but Esteban is the one is the victim in this situation now let's look at the Max Verstappen side people say that people might say that well Max is the leader and Esteban is is the midfield. Even if he was unlapping himself, even if he was faster, Esteban should have respected the fact that Max had a lot of, had a lot on his plate. The stakes were pretty high, and he kind of threw that to the wind. Then, when he went to the outside to get to the inside of the next turn, he should have braked. He should have braked enough to give Max the room that he needed to take the line that he did. As as he let off the throttle too late. So that's kind of the gist I think of what of what two people might say. Here's what I think. Esteban, if he was truly faster, should have waited for a less for a less sketchy time to overtake. That was his bad. He should have waited. Then when he went around the outside, fight, continuing to fight him, that that was his mistake. Continuing just going going to the point of almost no return. And then he didn't break and try to save it. He let off too late and then Max hit him. That was his bad. He shouldn't have fought him. And if he was going to find him, he shouldn't have done it at such a risky section of the track. Again, that was a mistake. However, as others have stated on Twitter, Max was in first and really didn't have much to lose by letting Esteban go. If he was truly faster, Max was just holding him up, and quite frankly, Max has his own race to run. He should have just let it be. He didn't. So he tried to fight on the inside for the turn... For, for the inside of curva one because that because at that point max was on the inside fast forward to s decena or s max is now on the outside moving a little bit to the left to give him a to give himself a little bit more room while esteban is still well within striking distance esteban should have backed off by here but max should have seen that esteban was there he goes a little bit further, he cuts in like he's taking a normal racing line, Esteban really doesn't have anywhere to go to miss this, and contact. Again, Esteban should have let off, but Max should have went wider if he had truly known that Esteban was there. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have time to hope the other driver, Esteban, would let off and, and allow him to keep the place. He should have been more cautious and took a wider line to keep him in first and without making the situation worse for the both of them. Esteban has the right to unlap himself. There's nothing wrong there. Where he did it though, wasn't a very it wasn't it wasn't a smart place to do it. So again, that that was his bad. He should have been more careful and he should have waited to a less risky part of the track to overtake Max on. But as I said at the beginning, I ultimately think this is Max's fault. Max knew Esteban was coming for him from Curva 1. He could see him. In fact, he was a little bit ahead. Still ahead going into the turn. I I actually have a video, so it's not on. I'm not pausing. I'm just clicking through certain moments as I go through. So they're getting through Curva 1. Max is getting ahead a little bit. But in between Curva 1 and Estucena, Esteban is still there. He can still fight this. He's close enough to the point where Max should take a wide line. He should absolutely take a wide line. And Corbett du Soul, that long sweeper, can't be tight enough to where Max wouldn't have been able to still fight him around that turn. I wouldn't have. It's not a good idea. Esteban's unlapping himself. Max should have done the smart thing and just let him pass. This isn't something to fight. He could, and you can't make the excuse, oh, well, maybe he thought he was in second. No. I don't know if they have a pole thing on their steering wheel or what, but he had to know who was behind. He had to know who he had to know who he was fighting. And Esteban wasn't wasn't the person he was fighting. At the very least, not for position. So we're getting close to where they have to turn right into Estucena. Esteban is still there. They get a little bit further. Max is starting to turn in. Esteban is starting to turn in. But Esteban doesn't have enough room. He's near the apex. There is nowhere for him to go max starts turning in a lot harder esteban doesn't he's gonna he would damage his own car the track should be wide enough for max to go even just a little bit wide the front the front left of esteban hits the right rear of max damage and now esteban is over the curve with really nowhere to go and max having cut esteban off max starts to spin esteban starts to spin himself Max is in trouble. Let's go a little bit further here. And the accident hasn't folded. And Max has made the situation worse for the both of them. So like I was saying. Esteban should have waited for a less risky moment. But you could argue that Max did more wrong here. He should have just tucked in. He shouldn't. This wasn't a battle he had to fight. He shouldn't have fought it. He should have given Esteban more room on the inside. So that this wouldn't have happened. Esteban didn't do the smart thing by overtaking here. That was his bad. But He's ultimately not the one that, that that hit Verstappen. Verstappen hit him. He turned into him, spun himself out by hitting Esteban, and in turn then spun Esteban. If Max had went wide, they both could have fought through curve of the soul. Even still, I'd say Esteban should you know should have waited you know maybe through you know in the situation that Max went wide and they both didn't spin and they were and they were going almost like too wide through curve of the soul. Esteban maybe should have you know ducked into line and then over and then overtook somewhere else. But Matt shouldn't have fought that one so hard. It wasn't his battle to fight. He lost. He lost the race because of this misjudgment of what he should have done. If he maybe I don't even know if you could say level head. If he just thought ahead a little bit more, he would have realized this getting into a little bit of dirty air letting Esteban through it wasn't isn't gonna slow him down at least at least not as much as get not as much as spunning himself out did so despite what everyone said you know despite what some people say oh well Esteban should have done this or that ultimately Verstappen was the one who should have given him more room or should have backed off and let Esteban pa- pass because as es- Ocon had Ocon had the right Ocon Ocon I've been sorry I've been listening to the British commentators Ocon had the right to overtake, to unlap himself, and Max wouldn't have lost a position. And apparently, Ocon was faster. And I, I guess he was on better tires. Someone said on Twitter he was faster. I don't really know. But if he was, there was no positive to fighting Ocon like like Verstappen did. Both Ocon didn't do a smart. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't make a good decision. He wanted to overtake at a less than optimal time. Verstappen, having seen that Ocon was trying to pass him, shouldn't have just let it happen. Because, like, as we said and as we saw, he ended up losing more time trying to fight him by also cutting him off than if he just let him through in the first place. So that's my take on it. You guys can tell me what your take take on it is in the comments. But for now, I will see you all after the break.
1: Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out of pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash 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 alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at three oh three dash five seven six dash zero, six, seven, zero. our plans are available in 42 states
0: i actually just remembered i have another story to talk about before i actually get into the news so last night and unfortunately it was late but i really wanted to play some forza really really wanted to play some forza and let me let me say straight out about i don't i don't have xbox live so I can't play multiplayer on Horizon 3, but occasionally they do like a sort of free trial thing Where they allow you to play for about a day or two on Xbox, you know, sort of like a like a free trial Except I haven't even put that in yet. But anyway, that's kind of what they do And I saw that I could do multiplayer stuff on Horizon 3 perfect I thought what better way to get into Horizon 3 again after a little stint of having not doing it by jumping online and racing brilliant, I thought so I joined I waited got in the lobby and then as soon as that happened, I had to pick a car, obviously. D1, no, no, D500 or something like that, something like that, D500, D100, whatever it is, it was D class, it was D class. Oh no, you might be thinking, oh yes, I had to race in D class class. Now that can be fun, obviously. If any of you have ever seen fail race, then you know the weirder the racing, sorry, the weirder the car, generally the better the racing. And so I wasn't so scared about the D class. I mean, I, I was I was kind of dreading it because I thought it was going to be slow. D class. It turns out it's off road. It's off road. I'm going to be dealing with, and I don't have a single D class, a good D class off road car, except one, and it's a tiny little. Fiat rear-wheel drive, completely untouched. Fiat one thirty-one Abarth. Oh no, you're probably saying. Oh yes. So I pick it anyway, and then just in the nick of time, so I had about five seconds left. Like I said, it's completely unupgraded. I haven't even done clutch to this thing. Haven't even put in a clutch, which I need to. But yeah. So we get in the first race, and there's two Mustang Cobras. T- there's two Mustang Twos, and they're Cobras. I was surprised. I thought they were going to do just as bad as me. There was also a Sunbeam Tiger, there, were, and I think there was a Ford Bronco. I think I'm forgetting another car, but that's that's basically the gist of it. I was expecting the Bronco to wipe the floor with all of us, with all of us, because it's four wheel drive. It's got the right. It's got the ground clearance to not smack its face on on the floor or on the on the ground. Like someone who trips over someone who tripped them. and it, it probably didn't have that much power because it really didn't actually pull away. From, it didn't. It didn't really pull away from me on the straights. But I was worried that it that because it was probably a V eight, it would have more torque than me because my gearing wasn't that great. I was I was struggling up those hills. I'm like, uh-huh. it, it it was just a bad situation. I can't even remember what the first race was, but I didn't do that. I think I got fourth or fifth. But keep in mind, all these other guys had upgraded cars. I was the only, I was probably the only one, honest to God, who was completely stock. I think another race goes by, I get up to third, or maybe fourth. Another race goes by, I beat, I beat, there was one guy who was dominant, and he was in, he was in a Mustang, a Mustang too. And I ended up beating, I ended up catching him, because the thing about D-Class is, while there are corners where you have to slow down, you kind of, don't have to. And, and keep in mind, this was off-road cross-country stuff in Horizon 3. And I genuinely just kept my foot down. There really wasn't, only really tight turns warranted me slowing down. Because in a car like that, when I'm so slow, I got to keep the momentum up. I'm going to, I'm going to run out. I will run out of any speed if I don't. You know, that race kept going and I ended up, I ended up beating them. I ended, in fact, I ended up getting it first with a completely stock Fiat 131 Abarth. No, no rally tire Again, nothing. And I ended up beating them. Can't, can't lie. I was very impressed with myself then. And I think the last thing, it it might've been a playground game and I got fourth. Which isn't, which isn't that bad. Uh, considering I was rear wheel driving and stuff. I, I didn't do that great on that one, but I think I got fourth. So that was pretty good. So after that, I got, no, I was in the same lobby. What we ended up doing was playground games. And once again... I had no good car, not a single good car, for this event, except for a R32 Skyline and a Subaru 22B. So basically, I was batting a 1,000 here, although that's really not true. Why? Because both had been unmodified completely. I have not had, I hadn't touched them at all. Not a single modification had been made. Not a single one. So, yeah, like I said, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't doing too hot, I wasn't doing too hot at all, because I had no, I had no modified car, so like I said, we were doing playground games, and we went to that shipyard before Surfer's Paradise, and you can just imagine that my Subaru loved that, I mean, it just went through the water like a boat. It didn't, it did, it did better than a few other cars, or at the very least, I did better than a few other people, but, I could really, really do with... I could desperately do with rally suspension and some more power. Quite frankly, I could do with that a lot. But yeah, so the first game, the first game... The first game was king. I didn't do too badly then. I got, I got fourth, which was... I was pleased with that. I, I was expecting to do a lot worse. Um, the next game... I think the next game was a flag rush... I didn't do that. I got. I managed to get, I think, fourth or fifth. But that, that was. That's not saying much. That I did pretty bad. Then it was infected. One of my favorite game modes. Except it was on a small map, so I, I was pretty scared. I was scared because I'm looking at this map and I'm like, I don't care if there's one person. It only takes three or four people to get caught, and it's gonna be mayhem. So that went on. That went on for. I mean, it went till the end of the match because we're in the shipping yard. You know where that ramp and you can drive up on that shipping, on that, on that vessel? I see someone else is up there and he hasn't gotten caught yet. So I'm like, you cheeky little. So I drive up and I wait there with him because I'm like, okay, well, it's good. It is a good place to hide because that's exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to hide. I sit there and then I watch this other guy in a Pontiac, Pontiac Firebird. And I don't know how fast he was going, but he comes up behind this guy and he hits him off. He hits him off the map. No remorse. Just no mercy. Hits him the mess off. And I watch this in terror. Like, I'm sorry, man. I can't help you. And then I see he's backing up. I'm like, oh, no, you not Oh, no, ah, That's not going to... This, this is not going to happen. So then I start backing up. At least just enough to where he can't hit me off. Then he, then he backs up more. Then I back up more. Then we both Stop. Because I'm waiting, because I'm looking behind, not just watching him, but watching, because I know someone's going to come up. Because obviously they could see our name tags. So I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and someone comes up, and he bolts. And because I'm in a Subaru, uphill, with no power, I don't get off quickly. And I knew that this other person, everyone basically had an upgraded car but me. So I knew I, I couldn't just fly off the end, because he got a, he, I had to start. And it wasn't a fast start, and he was already moving. He already had momentum. So I had to duck off. But because I was so slow, I ended up rolling and crashing. I crashed, and I'm like, mess, 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 mess. But then I just see he, he does what I did. He falls off at an absolutely just woeful rate, and I land on my wheels. So I nail the clutch, bang the revs, launch. I am running away for my life because it's kind of early in the game. I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get caught. I'm not gonna get caught, and especially not from you. And so I ran. I had a close call. I had to turn tighter because there was a there was, someone else actually had an R32 skyline. And they got close, but I turned. Just by turning tighter than them, I managed to get away. But it was close. It was close. I thought I got, I thought I got caught, really. Then I, I, th- I think I made another mistake because I had someone chasing me. And so I ducked under one of the vessels. And then I just kept running. And then it came to the end of the game. It was me and someone else. And they got caught. And so I'm running while I have this horde of cars chasing me and i'm like i want to make it to the end but i can't do it so i turn to the right everyone else is behind and they're further back so they can they can cut me off so i break and i undercut a bmw but then i got hit by a Holden Torana, and mm, i got caught but i was the last one so i won that game and <laughs> oh brother i was scared i was scared i oof man I really didn't think I was going to win that one. Because that was that was freaky. Because everyone else had upgraded cars. Again, they were faster. Their cars were faster. Oh, man. But mm-mm. I managed to hang on. And then the last game was a, a, a flag rush again. And I was doing badly. I got down to fifth or sixth. And then got one. And I got to fourth. And then I started getting in my groove again. And someone brought a BMW X5M. Someone brought a BMW X5M. And they were dominating. They were bad on some of the other earlier stuff, but they were dominating there. And I, and I attribute that just to a higher ride height. They they could go through the water a lot faster than I could. But I may I made a comeback. I got 4th, but it didn't matter cuz my points transferred from the last session, so I ended up winning. So that was that was cool. That was really really cool. But that's what I did before before the Mexico race, and that was earlier. That was quite early this morning so you know i was tired anyway enough with the enough of the stories I, I have no more well actually i have enough. i do have a story but i'll get into that later anyway 2020 bmw x5 no x6m sent loose at the track for testing purposes california to talk with white house and epa over fuel economy standards mid-engine corvette c8 caught in the open doing acceleration runs jeep wrangler pickup tipped to be called Gladiator instead of Scrambler. China could experience declining car sales for the first time in 30 years. Former Mazda design chief Kevin Rice, I'm not kidding, moves to Sherry. This Nightwing kind of looking logo is for Cadillac's new Blackwing twin turbo V8. Audi USA will stop inflating performance car specs starting with 2019 Model Gear cars. BMW X3 and X5. Plug-in hybrids confirmed to launch next year. Yeah, 2019 RAV4's first ever hybrid Toyota SUV to make it to Australia. Tesla Model 3's new track mode makes it faster than a Ferrari 458 Italia on Willow Springs. New Ford Focus ST going flat out at the ring as it prepares for 2019 launch. VW wants its cheapest electric car to be priced below 23000 and so do I. Has signs Emerson Fittipaldi's grandson P- Pietro, sorry I got your name wrong, as test driver. GM sells hundreds of thousands of trucks, but isn't interested in building an EV pickup. Lexus RCF buyers can now option TRD parts, but only in Japan. Sad trombone. Hyundai's latest Veloster costs $150,000 and packs 350 horsepower. It's the Veloster and TCR, as it's a customer racing car that can compete in the Blanche Payne, Blanche Payne GT World Challenge. 2019 Mazda CX 5 debuts with turbo engine and new range topping trim. Chevrolet introduces the new Colorado RST and Z71 Trail Runner. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you all after the break. Thanks for bearing with the stories.
1: Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out of pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at <laughs> http colon slash 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 alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303 dash. 576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states.
0: More news on the way. Roborace to compete with new prototype rather than fully autonomous racer. VW cuts E-Ups e European price by almost $4,500. Although apparently it's still quite quite expensive. Face of the 2020 Mercedes E-Class Coupe leaves hideout for the first time. 2019 Mercedes CLA shows more skin than ever. Looks like a proper mini CLS. All-new 2020 Toyota Corolla sedan to debut on November 16th. VW and Daimler will pay to get diesel retrofitted in Germany. EXS Kick Scooter is Sayat's cheapest new ride at 599, what I'm assuming are Euros. Jaguar Land Rover invests in electric motorcycle maker ARC. Updated Mitsubishi L200 pickup unveiled with fresh styling and enhanced four-wheel drive system. Geely is developing supersonic trains similar to the Hyperloop. VW the latest to join Baidu's Apollo self-driving consortium. New BMW M8 confirmed with over 591 horsepower V8 and all-wheel drive. 2020 Hyundai Palisade bound for LA promises to be a worthy flagship. Audi USA introduces 2019 lineup with new entry-level S4 and SQ5. Next, Audi TT, rumored to transition into four-door coupe. Inventor creates a human-sized drone as a flying sports car. (laughs) Uh, uh, That looks pretty cool. 2019 Toyota Prius to debut at LA Auto Show. Hints at all-wheel drive option. 2020 Genesis G90 face of teased with a new front fascia. Breaking! all-new 2020 mercedes c-class gets its picture taken for the first time rumor has it that the 2020 chevrolet corvette z sorry c8 will start from $170,000. dollars i not i'm sorry i don't know if anyone's really gonna pay that much for a base corvette at the very least chevrolet better not get rid of the c you know the front-engined corvette you know c7 and perhaps the c9 because that that's a lot if it's 170,000 from the get-go, it's got to it's got to have an interior comparable to that of its European rivals. It has to. Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus 006 and 006 Spider have retro looks and modern tech. Corvette Z06 power will make the SCG 006 models very fast indeed. BMW considers building more SUVs in China to offset the cost of U.S. tariffs. Tesla and Elon Musk have a new boss, Robin Denholm. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry if I got your last name wrong. Porsche signs multi-year deal with fashion brand Hugo Boss. Mercedes EQC to enter production next spring and deliveries to follow in mid 2019. Ford just bought one of those electric scooter companies. Bonhams may have just made our Jaguar race decision even harder. A rare Jaguar XJR-6 prototype and Le Mans class-winning XJ220C are coming up for auction at the same at the same London event. Vietnamese Formula One Grand Prix confirmed for 2020 in Hanoi. All new 2019 Mazda 3 teased again, LA Auto Show world debut confirmed. Ferrari thriving post increased third quarter sales and profits. Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT and Trackhawk recalled over throttle trapping floor mats. Aston Martin DBX SUV will launch in Q4 of 2019 and be assembled in brand new plant chevy's 295 horsepower cruise ss concept is a modern take on the cabalt ss let's get to the recall the floor mats in certain grand cherokees may trap the accelerator pedal increasing the risk of a trap the floor mats in certain grand cherokees may trap the accelerator pedal increasing the risk of an accident jeep has said the issue was discovered after parent company fca fiat chrysler automobiles received a customer complaint after further investigation they decided to announce the recall. Included in the safety campaign are an estimated 4,822 units of the 2018 Grand Cherokee SRT and Grand Cherokee Trackhawk. About one-third of them are still found in dealer lots. FCA is unaware of any accidents or injuries related to this condition and states that all FCA US vehicles are equipped with a brake throttle override. This system cancels a sustained accelerator pedal input when it detects simultaneous brake pedal and accelerator pedal pedal application. Owners of the affected Jeep SUVs will be contacted by the automaker, informing them of the recall and advising them to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer. There, technicians will replace the floor mats on the driver's side with new ones free of charge. Until then, those who have already purchased the 2018 Grand Cherokee SRT or Trackhawk are being advised by FCA to remove the driver's side floor mat. In addition to the aforementioned Jeep vehicles the carmaker is also calling back an estimated 11 sets of the same floor mats these were sold at dealers as accessories between november 17th and march 2018 and could also trap the accelerator accelerator pedal geely says its new bin crossover has a star wars inspired interior the boring company has finished its two-mile test tunnel under la 2019 bmw 3 series touring sheds more camo and looks like a sportier 5 series Face of the 2020 BMW 1 Series sedan spotted in Germany, is it coming to Europe? Hyundai pays a heavy price in China and U.S. for having a sedan-loving management. This is... N- okay, I- I'm looking at this geely. What- what's so Star Wars inspired about it? It looks good! Don't get me wrong, it looks really good! And perhaps maybe sci-fi-ish, but I'm not seeing the Star Wars at all. Did it say Star Trek? No, Star Wars, I'm not... I'm... No, I am not seeing... The Star Wars influence. BMW 8 Series Convertible production starts at ding, Dingle Thing. 2020 Audi Q7 facelift getting Q8-style triple screen dashboard. NHTSA investigating old GM crossovers for windshield wiper issue. Skoda Kodiak GT looks like a toned-down Skoda. It's not Skoda. Kodiak RS inside. Ford's new Mustang Supercar Racer looks like a beast on track and kind of looks like a Puma to me. A little over two years ago, General Motors had to recall an estimated 367,808 GMC, Terrain, and Chevy Equinox crossovers in the United States due to a problem with their windshield wipers. According to the recall notice, the issue was with the ball joint in the windshield wiper module, which could rust and wear, thus potentially leaving you with inoperative wipers, which in difficult weather, in difficult weather conditions could have increased the risk of a crash. Now, the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, is investigating whether GM should recall an, an additional 1.7 million terrain and equinox models between the 2010 and twenty six model years after receiving 249 new complaints about the wipers, reports Auto News. The automaker stated that it is cooperating with the NHTSA review, while also noting that no crashes or injuries related to this issue have been reported. According to a regulatory filing from March 29. 29- from from March 2019, GM already recalls already recalled 15,611 vehicles between the 2010 and, 20, and 2017 model years in Canada. The filing said that <clears throat> in certain vehicles, water may drain from the windshield cowl area onto the windshield wiper transmission link joints. Over time, this could result in corrosion and or wear to the joint which could result in the separation of the wiper link ball from its corresponding socket. If separation were to occur, the windshield wipers could become inoperative, which could limit the driver's visibility under certain operation conditions and increase the risk of a crash, causing injury and or damage to property. The filing also says that the fix should include relocating the drain holes in the windshield cowl and installing a wiper module with updated joints. Glickenhaus commits the SCG007 to the new Le Mans hypercar class. Waymo says Autonomous Civica would have avoided crash caused by human error. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy, and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest.